Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hey everyone, it's Jordan and Daniel. And you may have noticed when you clicked play on this episode that it's quite a bit longer than most of our other episodes. Well, we have a really, really special guest that we recorded with, uh, Jessica from Happiest Blog on Earth, because she knows a lot more about going to Disneyland with kids than we do. Well, she has kids. Because she actually has kids, that helps. (laughs) Uh, So she came and we actually recorded a bunch of um, really, really handy episodes for those of you who are planning trips with kids at various ages. And so today is like the first in a series of Disneyland with Kids episodes that we'll be doing every other week. They're a little bit longer, but it's really, really, really worth it. And we had a lot of fun recording them with her as well. Yes, we did. So uh, that's why it's going to be a little bit longer. Every other episodes, you're going to see them. Uh, and it's just because it's out of character for us. That's the only reason I mention it. But honestly, it's they're really, really good information. And no matter what, if you have kids at all, you're going to find something in here that you're going to love or you might be like us and say over and over again I never thought about that (laughs) (laughs) which did come out of our mouths a lot you will hear us Uh, so that's that's the biggest thing I wanted to let you know about but also of course we have to remind you to leave us a rating or review uh, preferably on Apple Podcasts uh, because they're the only ones that for some reason allow that. But ratings also on Apple or Spotify or Audible, we really would appreciate that. Um, and I got to say, like we're going to go over the uh, our trip report. Yeah, we obviously just came back from Disneyland last weekend. We're going to do a trip report next week, and we will talk more about everything that happened there. But I got to say, just the, we got a lot of messages and like interactions with our uh, followers on Instagram while we were there. And it was so fun. I think we can officially say we have the best listeners. Yes. You say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and except for those of you who gave me like really, really hard trivia questions. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be a little bitter for a while. But. Not, not really. That <laughs> uh, They were, you can watch that on Instagram. We have a, a reel there from our live that you can, you can watch there and recap everything. But, um, we're going to get into the news first, as per usual. Not a lot of news, but what there is, is, yep, well, you'll, you've heard of it, I'm sure. So the first thing is that last week was this halfway to Halloween celebration that Disney Parks was doing. They were announcing things for all sorts of parks all around the world. Really, it was kind of like the... Walt Disney World week because <laughs> the only major announcements they made were for Florida. The only thing they mentioned for Disneyland was that Oogie Boogie Bash is definitely coming back, which I duh. mean, yeah, <laughs> we assumed we can, I kind of assumed that was going to, we happen. don't know when duh, they never say until like <laughs> and two we minutes don't, before. Yeah. And we don't know when tickets are going on sale or how much they're going to be. So nope. that was a nothing burger, but we did find out that they are going to be premiering brand new costumes for Mickey and Minnie. And I, I would presume the others as well. I don't know, but like their for their Halloween party outfits. They've had the same like Halloween party outfits for a good number of years, and they announced that they're going to have new ones. I'm like, cool. Hmm. I'm sure they're going to be cute. The pictures look cute. I am totally fine with that. It was just that this was literally like <laughs> the only Halloween thing for Disneyland that they announced. Breaking last week. news: costume. 
<laughs> yeah, that was about it. Woo. So uh, that's all that would happen there. A um, couple days ago, this is, I think it's just noteworthy. We don't normally talk about refurbishments, but this is noteworthy because it's weird how they planned this. The refurbishment schedule right now only goes out through the beginning of June. And on June 5th, Peter Pan's Flight, Alice in Wonderland, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and Ariel's Undersea Adventure are all going under refurbishment at the same time. Weird. Yeah. Especially in the summer. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know how long it's going to be. It could just be a few days. We don't know because the the calendar doesn't go out far enough for us to know. But I just thought I'd point that out in case you were planning a trip in the beginning of June. So Peter Pan's incredibly long line will get even worse. Cool. No, Peter Pan is one that's going to be Oh, you be said that one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Snow White will be very long. Snow White will be very long because it's like Snow White and Pinocchio will be the only ones yeah. open in Fantasyland. That's not good. Hopefully it's a very short refurbishment, but we don't know yet. It's just weird that they're all happening at once. Uh, the biggest news story, which I'm sure you have heard about because it was all over the place and on the national news, yes, <laughs> was on Saturday night. It was the last performance of Fantasmic on Saturday night. Murphy, the dragon, named such because... Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong does go wrong with that dragon. It caught fire and burned. Yeah. Very, very much so. Very well and yeah. There was some smoke inhalation injuries to cast members. Thankfully, no one got seriously injured. Officially, um, there were no injuries except yeah, for the six that were cast members that were treated for smoke inhalation. And we were there the day after. We flew in Sunday, and they just had like some scrim up. So it, thankfully, it didn't like catch anything major on fire, like the big the building there on Tom Sawyer Island or any trees. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it's just a brief thing, and then they might do the projection like they used the to do the mode yeah or yeah uh if they've closed if they close it it'll probably be for weeks or a couple of months because that is not an easy dragon to recreate yeah we don't know exactly how long it's going to be uh closed for we if you're going relatively soon like in the next couple of weeks there is definitely the chance that phantasmic may not happen and all over Disney resorts, they have stopped using fire for multiple shows, including World of Color, right now. To as they, I think as the fire marshals an are abundance of, con- yeah. of caution, 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 something like that. I assume that they, I'm assuming that Fantasmic on the East Coast is doing the same thing. That they're probably no. I think they said Fantasmic has the thing going. It's just the the, the fire breathing dragon during the I don't know during the parade, but yeah, just there's more caution so. Which which totally makes sense, um, but yeah, that was it's it's a big thing because it was kind of sca- it was just weird that it actually happened. Like that's the worst case scenario. Yeah, but it's also not really much because very little damage. Like Dan said, very little damage to the property. No injuries reported among anybody. They did evacuate guests from that part of the park that night, but the next day, everything but Tom Sawyer Island was operating as normal. And we just don't know what's going to happen right now. So, yeah. Stay um, tuned. Uh, I can say if you have booked Fantasmic uh, Dining Packages, if it's one that was prepaid, they're, in, they're not going to cancel that. It's probably just that they'll give you the food anyway. And sorry, you can always call Disney and see if you can get a refund, but likelihood is no. If it's not prepaid, if it's like at a table service restaurant, 
what I would assume is that it's just not going to be a fantastic dining package anymore, but you'll still have a reservation to go to either the Blue Bayou or the Riverbell Terrace and still have dinner there. I don't think it's going to be the fantastic menu. It'll probably just be you can come and enjoy our normal menu. Yeah. It, who knows? And if you don't, if you're not interested in that, then you can always cancel those reservations. It's not a big deal to do that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the biggest caution is if you're coming the next two weeks, think about that. And if you have questions, you can reach out to us, and we'll do. It. If we don't already know the answer, we'll we'll look into it and see. We can find something. All right, so we are super excited to have with us Jessica Sanders. Uh, she is from the happiest blog on earth, and she's a really, really good friend of ours. We're really grateful that we've been able to know her for, I don't know how many years it's been now. Many. Probably <laughs> five or more. No, Something more than like, that. I think so. I don't even remember. It's just, it helps that we are both in Utah and Disney lovers, <laughs> so it makes a huge difference. Uh, you can find uh, Jessica on Instagram and Facebook at Disneyland Plan, and she's great for, she's perfect for this topic because uh, she is one of the moderators, that what the term is, moderators, or? Co-founders. Co-founders. We're going to make it fancy. Fancier. CEO, president, yeah, and, of, <laughs> empress of. Of the Disneyland with Kids Facebook group, so she is an expert in helping people plan their trips to Disneyland with kids, and we are not. Nope. So that's why we're very. We have been with children. Yes, not our children. No. But, uh, so this is why we are so grateful that she has come to impart her wisdom with us so that we can help you guys out a little bit more. And for today, we're going to be focusing more on like toddlers. In my mind, I'll, my, in my mind, toddlers is like two to five. Two to five? Two to four? Yeah. Say something I like that. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So somewhere around there, two to four years old. And so... Um, we have a lot of things we were talking before and we have a lot of things we want to try and cover because I'm sure that if you're tr planning your first trip with a toddler, you're probably like scared to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess what what's the first thing that parents mean? To, there's this whole list, but I don't know what would be the first thing that would come to my mind as a parent. I would, would you start with like the um, oh, I guess the cost. Yeah. Right. The cost for children. There's yeah. pros and cons to this. So a lot of people want to take their kids when they're younger, but they also are thinking like, well, maybe I should do it when they're older so that they remember. But the magic number is they are free before they turn three years old. So why not take them then? Exactly. Get them in for free, get your discount tickets for you guys, and then get the kids in for free. Why would you not do that? I've always thought of that. Plus, in my mind, even though they may not remember it, I see so many families around Disneyland that their kid is freaking out because they see Mickey and it's like scary looking, but like maybe you could like acclimate them to like big things and like these large characters and stuff. So they do remember Make it. them less scared as they, yeah, as the age goes up. So I mean, we've had friends that have asked like, when do you think, what do you think is too young to bring a child to Disneyland? And we're like, too young. Less than one month <laughs> as a doctor. Don't give them RSV and kill them. Exactly. <laughs> but greater than a month, you're okay. <laughs> Do you have people ask you that question as well? Yeah. And I say pretty much like, well, if you are wanting them to be vaccinated or whatever you're choosing to do, wait for that. But really, I mean, infants can go on so many rides and we'll talk about what rides the kids can go on as well. But 
it's really more about you being comfortable in those situations with the baby. The baby is not very much trouble. You can baby wear and all kinds of things at Disneyland. Yeah, I never really thought about it until a few years ago that not so many rides you can take little tiny babies on. I'm like, 100%. I don't know why this is safe, but sure, it is. Yeah, just go with it. <laughs> right. Don't throw your baby off the ride, I guess. Why but. don't we actually just, this is a perfect segue right into it. Yeah, why don't we rides? talk about rides that are great for kids? Yeah, so you guys did a survey on your Instagram a while ago about what should you take your first ride on for kids and I was like it's Dumbo and <laughs> everyone else is wrong I do remember so you telling me let that. me tell you why it's Dumbo you can see Dumbo the kids will see it it's not hidden true and it gives them that instant gratification actually when you walk in they're gonna want to go on the rockets but we don't no. want to go on those we want to go on Dumbo it's better because they're gonna see that first we're going to divert the attention. We're going to go on Dumbo. They can see it. They know what to expect. The wait time is going to be really low. Um, I don't like taking kids on dark rides first, even ones mm. that are more pleasant like Peter Pan or Alice because some kids react differently to dark rides even when it's not scary. Yeah. So yeah, I really no, just true. like Dumbo mm. for the first thing. And then also if they are nervous about even approaching Dumbo, let's take them around the exit and put them in the Dumbo seat. That's a photo op and get them comfortable and see what they think about that. Um, if your kids haven't, especially toddlers, they haven't been to like a carnival or something and we don't know how they're going to react. I just think that's a really great way to ease them into it. We don't want to freak them out and have them refusing to get on anything else. I would never have thought about any yeah. of that. That's, yep. a, that's such a good point. <laughs> So then after you've acclimatized them with Dumbo, what are some what are some other ones that you would highly recommend for toddlers? Well, I love Peter Pan and everyone else does, but it's also the wait time thing yeah. that you're playing that game with. Yeah. And the kids, they want to do things right away. Yeah. But I would definitely stick to Fantasyland. Um, I would do like Casey Jr., even the carousel. But you can go into Alice or... Well, Snow White will push it a little bit later because that's still a little bit scary, yeah. even though yeah, um, that is it, true. Can be. it is less scary than before. But I think um, Alice in Wonderland is a good first dark ride. But if Peter Pan has a low weight, try that. But we really want to get in like a bunch of rides at first so the kids kind of know what's going on and are getting acclimated to Disneyland. And then you can also kind of figure out what is going to freak them out and what isn't going to freak them out. Exactly. I'm assuming Small World, even though it's long, is good. Yes, definitely it's Small So much stuff World to see and, and not scary at all. Lots to look at, so many different things. But just thinking, I'm thinking right in that tight spot of Oh, yeah, because then you don't have to, to go like, very far. Yeah. Get those out. You can park the stroller once, which we'll talk about strollers later. You yes. can park that stroller once and just walk around and not really worry about it. And Storybook Land Canal Boat's one of my favorite rides. But <laughs> it's always a long wait because the it's boat's very long. One person. Yeah, so we took a toddler a few, no, last month I took my cousin's daughter and she was not excited about going into that whale's mouth. Nope. Oh, no, no. that's true. So that is true. We couldn't do it. But then I took my nephew and they were about the same age at different trips. And all he wanted to do was go in the whale's mouth. So definitely show them those things. Talk about it. Because I said, look at that whale. Let's go in, in there. And she's like, no, I am not. <laughs> but my nephew was like, 
I want to go in. So yeah, it's great it's, when they can see. It's interesting that Walt Disney wanted that to be able to go well, into he, the yeah, whale. He wanted them to be able to see it. Yeah. But, yeah. It's interesting. I never would have thought of that. I wouldn't have thought about it. See, this is why I just We'll probably say one. that a lot. You're going to hear that I phrase a lot from us. Like, oh, what about that? All right. Um, so I sometimes there are times where the kids just have a little too much energy and we need them to kind of like get away to just kind of run around and not be so constricted about where, because, you know, you know, like you're walking around, they don't have a lot of places to go because they have to sit next to you or they have to stand in the line. So, um, or that, or that often is a sign that they're really tired. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, where are some of the best spots to kind of let the kids just kind of run around and get some of that energy out? Well, for toddlers, definitely going to say Mickey's Toontown because we know it was just redone and that place is being well-loved by kids. It's also great because it has one main entrance and exit. Mm, so yeah. while the play places in that area, you can still keep a good eye on them, but it's just kind of nice to know that You're you confined. are right here in this little area. And there's different areas built for different age groups in mind. And there is one little teeny area that's actually for toddlers and it has a little gate to go into it Yo, and benches for the parents to sit and the toddlers to play. Good job, Disney. It's like they were thinking through this or something. Since you took out Bugs Land, which was so kid-friendly. <laughs> right. And then soon enough, we're going to have those fountains come on at Donald's Pond. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And so that's something you want to bring. A little change of clothes, some sunscreen. Hopefully those will kids. come just in time for summer. <laughs> That'll be great. The kids are going to love that. Are there, I mean, I know in California Adventure, there's don't, they don't have quite as many options. Is there, do you think there's any great places for like toddlers to run around in California Adventure? Disney Junior Dance Party. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, are they, is there, I I forgot, there's no seats in there, are there? Correct. There's no seats. It's floor seating and they encourage the kids to dance and move around. So it's perfect. Okay. Get your wiggles out. Yeah. Obviously something we have not done. (laughs) Confetti at the end. And it's so funny because you can see when the kids come out, like they've collected their little pieces of (laughs) confetti as like souvenir and they're so excited. Okay. And there's quite a few show times of that every day, aren't Mm -hmm. there? Several. Okay. So it's not like you have to necessarily wait a huge long time to get into the show. Awesome. Okay. Again, should we just say it in unison? I, I wouldn't, wouldn't have, have never have thought of that. that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that, didn't I, work. that would not have come to my cranium. <laughs> oh, whatever. It all works out. Uh, so now that they've got all their energy out, everyone knows that for toddlers, naps are very important, and rest is also important for the parents. But let's talk about rest times for kids. Yeah. Well, I always like to get a hotel that's close enough to return to for rest or nap. So consider that part of your plan, even if you're going for one or two days, I would say put rest in, whether that means you're going to go take a nap or you're going to go swimming at your hotel pool, or you're going to watch a show and stay in the parks. There's a lot of options, but you just need to have that downtime. So one, I pick a hotel that's close enough to go back and forth and you can come in and out of the parks. As many times as you want throughout the day, capacity. And there's lots of options. Type of thing. Yeah. Um, and then some kids will take a nap while they're traveling. Some go- take naps in their strollers. Some need that like specific spot to rest in 
their pack and play or wherever they're used to sleeping. So just kind of know your child. Like if they're one that sleeps on drives in the car seat, they'll probably fall asleep in the stroller. And if you want to just take a chance to um, push that stroller around until they fall asleep, that's perfect. But definitely have that time set aside, even if it's just taking a longer leisurely meal where you are just decompressing a little bit more. Yeah, they'll fall asleep when they're... That's a good. There. That's a good point. Yeah, very, very good point. Uh, yeah, I I still have memories of when I was growing up, and like I have nieces and nephews, but I was like so young that they were also they weren't that much younger than me. But mm-hmm. us having to like push my nephews around mm-hmm. until they finally f- fell asleep in the stroller. Granted, at the time there was also the challenge of making sure he didn't know it wasn't his dad pushing him because that would have been a no no. <laughs> <laughs> we were able to fool him. Um, Speaking of meals, yes. what do you do for food for toddlers? Yes, so they have toddler meals at some of the quick service locations, and you can find that on the app and do that mobile order, and they usually come with like mac and cheese, or they have little snack packs that you can get. I think they might even be called like fuel packs or something, mm-hmm. but it comes with like a piece of fruit, goldfish crackers, milk, and they're really affordable. You can get those for yourself if you want to. You can get them for anyone. And it's just nice to have like some snacks on hand. Of course, bring in snacks. You yep. can bring yes. in whatever it is that you want, um, but those are great to grab in a pinch. And then there's tons of places that serve your kid favorites like mac and cheese and chicken tenders, those type of things. Um, you can search for everything on the Disneyland app. You can even use the search bar and type in like mac and cheese and it will pull up <laughs> some of the places. And most everywhere is going to have milk if your kids are drinking milk or water and juices, things like that. Yeah, you can get free glasses of water anywhere. Now these these toddler meals, these are the ones, like the ones that are specifically toddler, these are the ones like as you go, as you look at the menu, they usually have like a kid's or like a children's menu, and then there's like another one that's listed afterward. Those are the ones that you're specifically referring to, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming they don't have microwaves. <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to think of that. Like, you know what? I believe there food. are microwaves in the baby oh, care center. The baby. That makes a lot of sense. The formula. Yeah. Right. Um, another thing for kids with food is just feed them before they're hungry, and and that goes <laughs> works really well for me too. I would say adults like me, yep, <laughs> Mister Hangry himself. Problem. Uh, usually, when kids have meltdowns, like you have mentioned, it's because they're tired or they're hungry, and it's like you're too late. Like we yeah. can remedy, <laughs> we can remedy, but it's like oh shoot, Prevention. I forgot to feed my child, and it's it's meltdown time. Yeah, exactly. So I think that just goes for everybody. Mm-hmm. Eat before you realize you're hungry and your trip is going to be much better instead of like getting stuck in an hour long line. And But no remember food. that if you're at a buffet, if they're under three, they can eat off your plate for free. Yes. So any um, of the character meals that have buffets and any sit down meal, they will eat off your plate for free unless you want to order them something else, then it will be extra. Um, but those buffets, that, that's another perfect thing to do. You know, come while they're free and then do a character meal. That's going to save you like that's true. almost $200. <laughs> and right you still get there. all those photos with them with the characters, yep. but you didn't have to pay for it. And them. if you want to go closer to three years old, celebrate their third birthday right before they turn three. Come to Disneyland, have it be their birthday celebration, do the character meal, have a free ticket, and 
just start celebrating. <laughs> Why not? Birthday for you too. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I always wonder about like keeping them contained, having a stroller. Uh, what do you feel about the leashes that make him look like a dog? <laughs> I feel like whatever the parent wants to do, like there's definitely been judgment in my past and that was before I was a parent. <laughs> and now it's like, you know what? Whatever makes yeah. you feel good and safe, that is fine. Um, let's also touch on stroller parking. Ooh, Make oh, sure yes. that you're parking in a designated stroller spot or your stroller will get moved. And guess what? If you park it in a stroller parking, chances are it's still going to get, get moved, moved just because the cast members are always making sure that they're compact yeah. and out of the way. Because if we left people so, to this, it would not it Right. Would not Make sure you have kind of an identifier on your stroller so that you can locate it quickly. A lot of people like to do balloons they are fantastic for that, but they will hit you and everyone else and everyone in the else, face. Yes. Mostly us. All day <laughs> we get long. it all the time. <laughs> or they're in the way of the fireworks show. <laughs> Pull your balloon down. Yes. Um, and if you're worried about, um, like, for people who are worried about, like, carrying around everything that they need, uh, what, what would you recommend for, like, packing it on the stroller versus using lockers? Yeah, well, you're going to want anything that you need in a pinch, on the stroller so diapers wipes sippy cups or bottles right um but keep any valuables either on your person or you can always rent a locker there are multiple locker locations throughout disneyland and they're seven or ten dollars and it's just really convenient to be able to put some extra things like especially if you don't want to bring around like a full change of clothes. A lot of people like to put their toddlers in PJs at the end of the day so that, that when they take them home, mm -hmm. they can just put them right in bed. So And that rental fee is for the whole day. So Yep. Mm -hmm. In and out. You can open it as much. Because you get it for the whole day, want. right? Yeah. Yep. I always just a little locker tip get the larger one because $10. Yeah. And what if I bought a small one? Maybe I've done this before and paid $7 and then bought <laughs> need stuff and need another <laughs> one. I paid $14. <laughs> Good point. Or 17. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I know that you brought this up, like preparing toddlers for nighttime shows. Or Again, just another general. thing I wouldn't have thought about. Yeah. So, if your toddler will make it, and a lot of people like to do the naps so that they can see those night shows, whether it's like Fantasmic or fireworks, I would definitely consider ear protection. And that's not only for nighttime shows, but for the rides because they are really loud. So depending on your child, it might be nice to have a little set of um, headphones there. And also know that things like Fantasmic, they do have little kind of firecracker things and different shows have that, even World of Color now. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it comes as a surprise to everyone. So it will surprise your child as well. And that can be a little bit scary. <laughs> that makes me think of the castle shows at Walt Disney World. We're always like in some random part of the park and we're like, what was that? Oh, it's one of the castle shows with the firecracker things. <sighs> you know, as you talk about like with how loud noises sometimes scare little kids, I can tell you I was one of those. I don't know that I ever... Like, you would close your eyes on the rides because you were... Yeah, on the... I think... I don't even know how old I was before I stopped holding my ears shut on the Matterhorn because the roaring of yeah, Harold yeah, was enough to be like, loud. oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But just kids. so everyone knows, the Tiki Room is the scariest ride. We, we were by this family with a little girl and she was just like holding her ears. I'm like, this is not even loud. What is going on? Oh, no. They left after the first song. Yeah. And I, was I felt very, bad, but I was very I confused. Bad. 
Yeah, it is confusing because sometimes the things that you think your kids are yeah. going to love or maybe you don't remember things completely. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, Snow White is awesome and they redid it. And then the witch turns around and yeah. you're like, I'm so sorry. I forgot there's still some scary elements. Yeah, what do you do when your kid freaks out about something you're not anticipating? Yeah, just do the best that you can. <laughs> um, but I like trying out those shorter dark rides first before you do like pirates. Like I wouldn't necessarily consider that scary, but my cousin's yeah. daughter doesn't like the cannons. But she went on pirates and we told her beforehand and she had her headphones on and she was totally fine. Oh, okay. that's good. There you go. Um, but it just depends. Yeah. Everyone's a little bit different. You never know what they're, what they're going to enjoy. I don't understand. Well, I, I, I can tell you with my childhood, there was no rhyme or reason to anything that I was willing to go on or was not willing to go on. It was made no sense. My family was very frustrated. I was never afraid of anything at Disneyland or Disney World, but I am still scared of water towers and radio towers for some reason. It was part of my childhood. I don't know why. I don't understand you. Are there any of those at Disney parks? There was the water, the earful tower, but I wasn't scared of that one because it was Mickey. I don't um, know. Yeah, at Hollywood Studios. Hollywood DHS, but... There's one, I think, isn't there one in California Adventure? I don't know. I should point it out to you and see if it scares you. <laughs> what um, if, uh, so thinking of the worst case scenario, what if you lose your kid? What that do you do? is the worst case scenario. and <laughs> It happens. We've seen it a lot. And you will be panicked and you will, maybe will cry. Um, and that's okay. We'll get through it. So first thing you should know is the cast members are fantastic about reuniting parents and children. They are so quick, so great. Um... When you go into Disneyland with kids of any age, make sure you know what they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Yes, you've probably planned out their outfits mm-hmm. for months and months, but especially as Sometimes you go forget. multiple days, you're like, oh, were they wearing red or blue today? Which outfit did I give them today? I don't know. You can take a picture of them right as you walk in. And one thing I like to do is point out to my children what I'm wearing. Look at mommy has a pink shirt. Look at daddy has a blue hat. And... So they can be aware as well. If you lose your child or come become separated, tell the nearest cast member, tell them what they're wearing. They do have cell phones and I think some of them have walkie-talkies and earpieces and they will communicate with each other very, very quickly. They will not announce it over the no. PA. No. <laughs> they will not close the gates to the park. <laughs> they will get your child very quickly and... A lot of times, other parents are watching out for other kids, yeah. too. If you see a kid with that frantic look on their face, yep. um, find a cast member. get them to a cast yep. member. It happened when we were at the, I don't know if you noticed, the um, uh, Frontierland store. There was, there were, a cast member was trying to figure out because they were uh, asking about, yeah. I think I do remember that. But yeah, I, I think they had a, cell, perfect, a special cell phone. They're, it's very quick, and they found them within like, it was like two minutes later. So. Yeah, and then after that, once, once you're reunited, take a few minutes, take a breather, mm-hmm. um, and remember that it's nobody's fault. Stuff it just, just happens. happens. And you might need to just like love on your kid, get something to drink, cool down for a minute, and then resume your activities. Also, because um, this happened with our nephew once, Harrison, wasn't it? Uh, You're going to have to be more specific. When he got lost, yeah. But um, (laughs) teach your kids, starting at very young ages, your first names. Yes. Um, Yes, he was able to tell... Yeah. (laughs) He was able to tell them. In fact, 
And like, even if once they're a little older, like tell them your phone number. He got separated from his mom and then she got a phone call yep. from a stranger. Because mm-hmm. he knew their phone number. Because he knew their phone number. Answer your phone. <laughs> yep. That's yeah. another tip. If you're looking for your kid. And, yeah. and we try to encourage people as well, like talk to the, to talk with kids and just let them know like, Hey, you see these people here are these name tags. Like right. you can trust them. If something goes wrong, right. you can trust them to go talk to them and just let them know what's going on. I can't remember where I heard this before. I think my mom taught me, but to teach your kids, if you're not just at Disneyland, but if you're ever in a, a, a hard situation or like someone's trying to hurt you or something, go find a grandma like figure because mm-hmm. they always have that maternal instinct. Mm-hmm. They, they will usually be able to help. Mm-hmm. So yeah, especially, yeah, find a cast member or find like a, find a grandma cast grandma, member. Grandma find a grandma looking. cast member. That's Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully this is a, it's a lot of information, but it's all really, really, really good. Um, so again, things we would never have thought about because why would we, when we haven't had to do that ourselves, even when we go with like our friends who have toddlers, they're the ones doing that planning. We're just like there for the ride. (laughs) So Jordan, speaking of there for the ride, we need to talk about ride or switch really. (gasps) That's true. We do. Yes. So everyone can go on the rides that they want to with ride or switch. So if you have two parents and kids or certain kids that don't want to ride, can't ride, make sure that you ask the cast member as you get in line about ride or switch and they will help you. Basically what it does is make it so that you don't have to wait in the standby line twice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a huge time saver for people who have kids who maybe are too scared to go on a ride or too small to go on a ride. And I know a lot of people also ask, can you do it if you already have a lightning lane? Absolutely. Again, any questions you just got to talk to the cast members, they they help you out with that. But yeah, I, we almost forgot to mention Ride I was or Switch. Get, I was going to think about it. I was going to do it for the next one, the elementary age. But yeah, that's a good good thing to mention it first. See, this is Especially why she's the pro. Especially while the baby's sleeping or toddler's yeah. taking a nap oh, yeah. in their stroller. Go hit up all those exactly. <laughs> bigger rides that's that you want. It's the best time to do that. This is why she's the expert and why we have her on for this. Another thing real quick. Um, if they don't have a ticket and they're going on an attraction that has a lightning lane, like Small World, they go with you in line. They don't need a lightning lane for that. They are just kind of an extension of your ticket. They're an, Well, just like they are any other time of life, yes. they are an extension of you <laughs> <Exactly>. right now. <laughs> All right. Well... Thank you, Jessica, for helping us out so that we can help people planning with their toddlers to have a good time at Disneyland. Oh, is there anything else that you can... No, that's good. I think it was pretty, pretty good. Make sure you like and subscribe to... uh, (laughs) It's like YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) On um, Instagram and Facebook to get new updates and make sure you leave us a rating or review. And uh, if you are planning your trip... All those hotels that Jessica was saying that you want to look for that are close by, you can find those and get help with planning your trip through our friends at Getaway Today. So you can use the affiliate link in the description of the podcast and it saves you money, helps you a lot with planning. It is a way to support us as well. And often you get a free night stay. Depending on how long you're going, they have a lot of really, really good deals. Make sure that you follow Jessica on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Plan. And then the... The Facebook group is just called Disneyland with Kids, right? That's right. Okay, so make sure you go and join that if you're not there already. And it has a lot of great information in there. And how many of you are there that run that group? There are four of us. So there's always someone, someone there to oh, answer yes. questions, Oh, yes, and the right? community is incredible. Like, 
they help each other out 24 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a great resource if you have kids. But uh, thank you so much again, Jessica, for helping us out. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.